Taken down. He keeps it. He throws it. And he's got a touchdown. Tyree Jackson hits Kari Lee for six. Tamu on the keeper. Makes a move. And I don't know the spot. He's short. He did not get there. What a stand by D.C. What's going on, football fans? This is the XFL Show, and this is a post-game recap of the D.C. Defenders' cacossome victory over the St. Louis Battlehawks, 15-6. This is Bryant. And this is the deep-thought-having chess aficionado, Allen. I enjoyed watching Bobby Fischer, a.k.a. Pep Hamilton, do his thing in dc today bryant what a masterful masterful uh an exquisite moment for the human mind <laughs> alan uh you're alluding to what i'm thinking and that is that pep hamilton is the mvp of the dc defenders oh he was it, this game was all pep i mean we're gonna go through some stats like we normally do in these recap shows i'm sure and that some players stepped up Drew Presley was great running for 107 yards, but the fact that Pep Hamilton really just took the reins over on of this offense and and a, just to put took Cardell Jones out, said I'm not going to let you make mistakes anymore. I'm going to put in Tyree Jackson and I'm going to handcuff him in terms of letting him throw the ball only when I need him to, and I am going to allow Louis Chaffee to go down to the field from the booth. And in a moment that he's been waiting for, coaching against his old friend Jonathan Hayes, have that defense ready to go. This was masterful game planning. It was masterful in-game coaching. Pep Hamilton, Louis Chaffee, the entire staff of the D.C. Defenders today, I think, saved D.C.'s chances at, at being the best team in the East in terms of winning that number one spot. They're atop it now. They have beaten the Battlehawks. They have beaten the Guardians. And uh, this was a, a monster victory and a great job by the coaching staff. Now, with that said, this defense came to play. The players also were awesome anthony johnson was great and just everybody who was dialing up blitzes on jordan tamu and all those fourth and one stops in the fourth quarter bryant the defense gets the game ball if you're giving one away for this one well and you said it i mean defensively the dc defenders came to play uh, anthony johnson looked great he had some silly off size where he was trying to jump the gun a little bit there but but regardless the dc defenders came to play uh you your defense has to and your running game has to be great when your pass game uh, generates less than 50 yards total. I think it was 39 uh, by, yeah. by by Tyree Jackson coming yeah. in in the first saying, quarter. Saying the offense for the D.C. defenders did just enough is almost a little too uh, complimentary. I mean, they, they ran the ball and they had some big chunk plays, but th- this is not an offense that you could go out there week to week and win with. Now, the Battlehawks shot themselves in the foot a lot with some penalties. Uh, they The offensive line just, I don't know. I don't know what was with them today. They were kind of getting bullied. They weren't ready to pick up any of the blitzes that you saw Tamu and Kristen Michael were having words. I don't think they were on the same page in terms of protection in the backfield either. So that threw them off, but... The offense that they ran today in D.C. was for this game, for this moment, and it was just enough, I guess. But that that cannot carry over. They have to figure out what they want to do. I'm sure Pep is really going to have a lot of fun uh, game planning this week because he gets to you know 
pretty much figure out uh, from square one who his quarterback's going to be, uh, which is not the best scenario in week six. But the fact that you know you can win a game with both guys uh, it bodes well, especially with what they can do at home and that beer snake, Brian. I mean, the beer snake, as soon as that thing got, I think, about uh, at least like 20 feet high, that's when things really, business really picked up for the defenders. Well, I mean, that was a story. We'll get to that beer steak and how I feel about that maybe on Tuesday's show because I really don't want to talk about it right now. Alan. Uh, <laughs> well, well, I guess you just kind of told us your feelings on it. You might be the only one in well, America who doesn't love the spoiler. beer snake, brother. So, well, including Oliver Luck, that's very true. Uh, Post game, uh, real quick, Alan, because I want to talk about the fact that Cardell Jones threw one interception uh, and was out. Out in the first quarter, really didn't give any leeway. But then you bring Tyree Jackson, and that's what Pep Hamilton did. And either that was his game plan, like you said, was to run the ball the entire time, or he felt like Tyree couldn't throw the ball and he had to run the ball. I I don't know what the D.C. defenders are going to do next week, and I don't think Pep Hamilton knows what they're going to do next week, but it sounds like that's how they're going to go on through the season. Uh, They're going to analyze these teams and try to figure out how to beat them rather than how to win the game uh, themselves with their skill. Yeah, you got a game plan. You got to have if if you have a uh, handicaps, your coaching needs the game plan around that, and that's why you got to give the game ball to Pep Hamilton and his coaching staff. They figured out how to attack St. Louis uh, on defense. They figured out how to take away you know the, the any kind of real aerial attack. Although there were some drop balls, uh, they survived you know some gashes in the run game, but really loading up on in the box and playing tight coverage. Somehow, some way, this defense held St. Louis to six points. I honestly still don't know how that happened. Um, Jordan Tamu, you know, didn't really make mistakes. He was kind of under duress all day. And and really what this boils down to was they got pressure. And that's what you have to look at. The four sacks, Anthony Johnson. You said silly time and blitzes. I think that was just part of what he had to do. And, you know, that was the, the give and take you get. You're trying to get off the ball right on time and you're trying to get that advantage and he was off sides a couple crucial plays but outside of that he was also getting after Tamu and that whole defensive front was tremendous today I mean two big fourth down stops Brian in the fourth quarter Jonathan Celestin was killing it on special teams and defense tackles on those fourth downs you had the guys up front with with Tracy Sprinkle Elijah Qualls I mean that front is is out of nowhere just a totally different story. Maybe it's because they were at home. I don't know. Last week I was bashing these guys. They looked feeble, weak, couldn't tackle, couldn't look stout, and they were the complete opposite of that today. So I put – I totally – for me, someone who called them out last week, I will be the first to stand up and clap for them and acknowledge that they played a hell of a game. Um, football fans, I'm here at uh, Dignity Health Sports Park uh, getting ready for the Wildcats-Tampa Bay game, so excuse the noise here in the background. But, uh, Alan, you're right. And here's my problem with the D.C. Defenders, and we'll get to the Seattle, uh, excuse me, the St. Louis Battlehawks here in a little bit. But the D.C. Defenders are leaving this game uh, with no confidence from me. I don't know if that matters to them. It probably doesn't. But they're still looking like a team that doesn't know what they're going to do week to week, as just as they did week three and four. So I'm not sold on this team. Yes, they're in first place. Yes, they've been the two teams behind them uh, that sit at three and two with them. But the DC defenders have a lot of question marks uh, still left, at least for me. Alan on the St. Louis Battlehawks side though, Jordan Talmu had a Jordan Talmu type game. It's just that the run game wasn't there for the other running backs. The defense didn't have the greatest game, had some stupid penalties. They had a uh, lot of drops as well. They had a yeah, lot of a drops lot of- too by their receivers and tight ends. 
Yeah, and the special teams got a big block there for the D.C. defenders towards the end of the game. They couldn't cash it in to really seal this game. Still left uh, St. Louis with a little bit of hope. But then at the end, the D.C. defenders really just did what they did, and, and the St. Louis Battlehawks couldn't stop them uh, with that in the, in the last two minutes of the game. So I'm still left with you know questions on the D.C. defenders, but I think the St. Louis Battlehawks don't really have much to worry about. They just got to tighten it up again. Uh, they had a bad game. Everybody has a bad game. I don't think Jordan Tomu had a bad game. That's a good sign for the Battle Hawks going forward. Yeah, they 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 really just kind of had a, a kind of a you know a stinker uh, in terms of production on offense. Uh, they moved the ball somewhat, but getting it into the end zone, having to you know re- rely on field goals, and you know even against teams with quarterbacks who could hardly throw the ball, like DC went out there with today, two guys who couldn't really throw the ball. Uh, that's you're you're still going to be uh, behind the eight ball and and you're putting yourself behind four for sixteen on third down two for St Louis so they could not stay on the field DC couldn't stay on the field either but they got the timely first down conversions uh, using that six foot seven frame of Tyree Jackson in this game as well the the two big scoring plays for uh, the DC defenders was that touchdown that started at the St Louis Battlehawks forty five because of the bad kick uh, that didn't make it all the way to the twenty and then you had the block punt that they got. Uh, that field goal to make it a nine-point game uh, towards the end with, I think, under five minutes to go. So, really, the St. Louis Battlehawks have, you know, I'm not worried with them is what I'm trying to say here. They had some stupid mistakes. A D.C. Defenders team that was well-prepared. Uh, the D.C. Defenders have to go to the Battle Dome uh, later this season, and that'll be an interesting game because I think first place will probably be on the line again of that game. So, uh, uh, a lot being said, I think, about the D.C. Defenders' planning uh, – and enough being said about the Battlehawks' ability to to be the Battlehawks. I think they just got to, you know, figure it out, and they'll be fine. I, I don't expect DC to actually be in first much longer than next week. <laughs> yeah, this is this is not going to sit well with any DC Defenders fans listening to this recap, but I think we both came out of this game, you know, not impressed by DC. I mean, we both. I, I'm I was impre- impressed by Pep Hamilton. I'm impressed Pep by Hamilton Pep Hamilton with his coaching. I'm like impressed. he did in week 22. Totally yeah. saw what, what, we, what we saw. I'm impressed with also just the team's ability to bounce back and, and compete and show up after embarrassing losses. But when we're talking about for the grand scheme of things, I'm with you, Brian. The St. Louis Battlehawks. You know, playing a bad game still feel like they had opportunities to win. And DC just ugh, with 250 yards on offense pulled this one, 56 yards pulled this one off. Going forward, you have to think. Well, the team that knows who their quarterback is, I like their chances better. But then again, Pep Hamilton is something special when it comes to in-game adjustments and pl- game planning. This win is totally his, and it's all about the W's, so we must give it up to the DC defenders. They pulled it off with a 9.1 score victory over St. Louis. Again, I felt like we were close to an overtime, but we did not get it. Maybe next time. <laughs> uh, Alan, I, I'm just more happy because my preparation is coming back now. I don't know about that. It's, this was this was preparation, <laughs> but I don't think that one's going to stick. It's all about that, that beer snake, baby. 
And it sounds like you guys are getting ready there in L.A. So should we be winding this thing down? Because I, I'm getting in game mode. I'm hearing them play all that music behind you, and I want to jump up and down. What else we got to say about this one, though, Yeah, in that, D.C.? That, nothing about this one. Just looking ahead real quick. St. Louis will be uh, traveling to Tampa, another road game for them. And the D.C. Defenders will be hosting the Dallas Renegades, a team that is uh, questionable at quarterback just like D.C. I'll get out of here, Alan, because it's getting pretty loud. Uh, that's it. We'll be back here for the last game of the weekend for week five uh, when the Tampa Bay Vipers host, um, excuse me, visit the L.A. Wildcats. Well, that's it. Uh, For Allen, I'm Bryant. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.